Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 119 of Reboot Already Underway. I'm one of your hosts, Jacob Lacey, joined again today, as always, by David, the master of the Baja Blaster, Becker. Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> I can't tell anymore. I can't tell if it's intentional or I cut out, I hope you know that I do cut out a lot of that dead air, and it's still a lot because I need people to not overreact to me saying, why did you take so long to say that? But man, it gets long, it gets longer every week. I, 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 I count to five, mm-hmm. I started out counting to five, then I count to six, mm-hmm. count to seven. You should count one second for like each episode it is. Oh my so, god. That's 119 so, seconds. No, yeah. that's... And we would have to cut a whole segment because I need I need to start get, I need to get to sleep. <laughs> and also, again, as always, Aaron. Ooh boy, he's this is the last show we're doing over Skype on for a while. I'm sure. That is that is true. Yeah. Aaron's gonna be here. I don't know. Did we talk? I don't even remember if we talked about that on the podcast. Yeah, but yeah, Aaron's yeah, gonna be here. I mentioned a few times. Met- so. Yeah, Aaron is making the tra- the travel, the journey to the Great White <laughs> to North. the center of the Earth. Oh, yeah, dude, it sucks here. I mean, I'm sure it's snowing where Aaron's at right now, but it's not. No. Oh my God, it's awful, Aaron. Snowing up there? Yes, it's so bad. and a hat to sleep in. Yeah, because we're not tu- we're not touching the freaking <laughs> the freaking heat dial. We're not doing it. <laughs> All right, that's too much money. Here, see, here, listen to my words right now. Honestly, pack one. But yeah, what's the topic today? All right. Um. So unfortunately, that we're recording this on Wednesday, um, and on Tuesday, Stanley passed away, which was unbelievably sad. Like, like it hit me a lot harder than I expected it to, and a lot of it came down to. Looking at, like, what I'm even doing in my life right now and being like, it all goes back to the Avengers, man. Like, without the Avengers, this podcast wouldn't be a thing. And without Stan Lee, the Avengers wouldn't have been a thing. So it's like, this man, he, like, sculpted at least this section of my life and my love for movies. And I'm like, for someone who we owe this podcast to, need to pay that man tribute. Man was a I'm was pay the man tribute right now. We're pouring one out for we're Stanley. We're pouring one out for Stanley. Okay, I guess we're doing it on the podcast. <laughs> All right. It's it's the only way to pay tribute. Um. Yeah. And that's it sucks, but at the same time, man, that guy lived a long time. <laughs> Ninety-five years, longer than I'll live. I'll give you that much. <laughs> that's I, I watched the interview today. He's like, yeah, like I love doing. I love doing the movies. It's like, I can't really hear what he was saying, but, you know, I just laugh. I say my lines. It's cool. I'm like, dang, Stanley. He's a legend. He was an absolute uh, I mean, legend. You know what? I'll pour one out for the legend. But yeah, so we're going to talk about our favorite Stanley cameos today. Indeed. Um, I don't know if you guys want me to go first or if one of you guys want to go first. There's one that I just feel is like the quintessential Stanley. David's right. He's with me. He needs more lemonade for it. (laughs) Well, we didn't even we didn't even tell the podcast what he was doing. He's literally 
He literally poured one out into a red solo cup for Stan Lee. We all we all cope in our own ways. <laughs> Apparently David goes straight to the bottle. <laughs> so that's that's interesting to learn. Some of us try to funnel into you know, creative means of making I'd a go podcast. Straight to the right. If I, I if I went to the bottle yesterday. Well, right. And, yeah, that's right. You sure. you waited. Oh so my waited. god, what is this podcast? <laughs> it was respectful 24 hours. Oh my god. <laughs> solemn 24 hours of silence. Anyway. <laughs> the one I'm going to bring up mm-hmm. is from a little while ago. I'm going to bring up the cameo from Fantastic Four Rise of the Silver Surfer. Okay. What, what was that so, one? Not, not a great movie. But mm-hmm. I really love this cameo because this is a cameo in the film. Reed Richards and Sue Storm are getting married, and Stanley comes up to like the usher at the wedding, and he and the usher is like, "You're not on the list," and he's like, "I should be on the list, you know, I'm Stanley and all that." Mm-hmm. And I just I really like that cameo because that's actually from that's actually a cameo from the comics because <laughs> in the actual comic book issue where Reed Richards and Sue Storm get married, at the end of the comic book. Uh, Stanley and Jack Kirby show up at the wedding and they get rejected <laughs> and they just walk off and that's the final panel of the comic. Oh my god. So I just I really love that cameo for just uh bringing that comic to life. That that was a comic I was familiar with as a kid and then seeing it come to life and also just kind of how it like represents Stanley's like entire journey, you know, like mm-hmm. first he's bring he's putting his own cameo into the end of his comic book celebrating, you know, the wedding of Reed Richards and Sue Storms and the Fantastic Four was obviously one of his first creations at Marvel. Right. So I like how it then it's his career is like starting with those cameos in the comic books and now his career has built to the point where he has these filmed cameos in these big budget blockbuster versions of his work. Right. Yeah. That that's a good one. I don't remember that, but I I'm gonna need to watch that after this. Mine is a weird one, so let's let's I, I believe let's take that a journey. Trump yours. So mine's not from a movie. Mine is from a series of video games, the Lego Marvel video games. Because and it's it's hard to say because in the game, you know, it's Stanley. He's doing a Stanley thing. He's saying Excelsior, True Believers, all that type of stuff. Um, but what really? Because there's three games in the Lego Marvel series, and all of them have uh, one Stanley in each level you need to save or whatever. So it's it wasn't until I played like Lego Batman three, where it's Adam West who I love Adam West too, but it just wasn't the same. There's just something that was missing, and it's just it's what really made me realize how much I love Stanley because he just has this inherent charm to him. Not saying again. I'm not saying Adam West doesn't have the inherent charm to him, but there's something about him being like the father of Marvel, and just being so, even if it was in a passive way, so involved in everything, like not just the movies, not just the comics, but like in the video games, the Lego video games of all things, and having like a semi big role. I guess he had to record quite a few lines of dialogue every game i don't know something about that like struck me where i'm like this man is special like he's he is like he's everyone's he's he's your grandpa right everyone wants stanley to be their grandpa (laughs) um i don't know 
that no, was no offense something. to our grandpas. Well, right, I love my grandpas, but yeah. But you're no Stanley, right? <laughs> Which I guess also is just a big testament to that man's work ethic, that he was just like, all right, uh, while I'm in this movie, and I'm he like ran a YouTube channel like forever, and then he was like, well, yeah, I'm also gonna record these uh, lines of dialogue, and I'm also gonna be in Spider-Man PS4. I'm gonna like do all this stuff. Amazing Spider-Man 2 he was in. So I just want to give a shout-out to all the Stanley video game cameos because they're special. There's something special about those for sure. All right, David, what, 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 what do you got for me? So I looked at the topic, and I was like, okay. I remember Stan Lee's been on, but like I don't remember the specifics of a lot of them. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, of the cameos. So I was like, I got, I got to go through. So I went onto the YouTube Mm-hmm. And I said Stanley, and of course, oh, st- every Stanley cameo in one video, perfect. Clicked on that bad boy, and what came up was a, a memory. Mm. So it was a memory deep, deep inside me that I saw. So I remember seeing this episode of Spider-Man: The Animated Series, the 1994 version. Okay, yeah. But I told like it was like when I was super young, so I completely just forgot. But like you know, when you like see something, you completely remember everything about it. Oh yeah. So, Stan Lee's cameo, right? So, Spider-Man, like, swinging through, he hops in this office. And basically, he's like, what's up, Stan Lee? And, he goes, and Stan Lee's like, holy crap, it's Spider-Man. And so, he goes, hey, hold on. Killer Stan Lee. <laughs> you nailed it. That was great. Or went out for Stan. I'm glad we have another uh, impression we can pull out. On yeah, the- oh, yeah. Let's, let's, reti- let's retire that one for, like, a couple months. I don't know. <laughs> Respectful. Yeah, 24 hours. (laughs) So basically, what happens is he goes, "Oh wow, Stan Lee, you're." He goes, "Spider Man, like I wrote a comic about you." He's like, "Yeah, Stan Lee, you made me a superhero." So know what happens? Stan Lee hops on Spider Man's back, and they start swinging through the city, and and they just talk about like Stan, like thanks for making me a real superhero, and he's like. Thanks for letting me swing on your back, Spider-Man. And I'm just like, holy crap, this was like real TV. I can't believe I remember this. It's all coming back. That's awesome. <laughs> all right. All right. Like, it was such a weird, because like, he was just like, he was like awkwardly just on his back. And like, Spider-Man was like straight chill. He's like, yeah, I'm okay with it. Like, I just want to move the legend around. Aaron, what do you got for your second one? Yes. If you have another one. For my second one, I'm going to go with, I think, one of one of his best ones from, like, the, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Okay. Which is the one from Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, where he's yeah. talking to the Watchers. Yes, that is... A... I, I just thought that was, like, such a clever bit of fan service, you know? Yeah. The long-running theory that he is a Watcher himself, <laughs> and then you just kind of... You know, include that little bit there to to have the watchers like mm-hmm. rendered in that photorealistic <laughs> CGI. It's, just, it's it's a testament to how big the uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe had become at that point, and you know, mm-hmm. obviously, is continuing to be even bigger with Infinity War and whatever Avengers Four is called and stuff like that. But yeah, so and you know, it also displayed him as a storyteller so i think that was kind of a cool little nod to his legacy that is nice to be telling all these uh 
adventures in the Marvel Universe that he created to some of his creations. <laughs> you know? So, the one that I was saying is, like, quintessential Stanley cameo is one that I, again, like David, I didn't remember until I saw it. Because a lot of people mm. were posting it on Twitter, and I was like, I w- this, is like, like oh. this is like right when I heard that it happened, and as soon as I watched this, I just started crying, <laughs> like really hard. And every time, like I started to think about it, and I started crying a little bit. Um, but it's, uh, it's in Spider-Man 3, when Spider-Man's walking through Times Square, and he, he sees the Spider-Man key to the city, he saves people. And Stanley just comes up and he's like, I guess one person can make a difference. And he's like, enough said. And then he just walks out of frame. And it's beautiful. It is absolutely beautiful. It makes me like Spider-Man 3 just that much more. <laughs> I don't know. It's, As it's, if we needed anything more. Yeah. Than we, the dancing <laughs> yeah. Scene. The best scene in like all of cinema. Sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. Some, uh, something like that. <laughs> Who's ready for mine? I'm ready for yours, man. Mine is also another Spider-Man uh, movie. Probably the, well, I wouldn't say the worst Spider-Man movie. It's the first Amazing Spider-Man. Mm. So, yeah, mm. not the worst. Not the worst. <laughs> Amazing not, Spider-Man 2. Not, um, you know how Peter Parker and the Lizard are fighting. <laughs> okay. In, uh, was, that your, library? was that your attempt at a British accent? <laughs> Pizza no, no it's good. No, it was good. <laughs> All right, continue. I mean, it, it wasn't a British accent. So. Continue. Continue, please. <laughs> but yes, the, the, the library cameo was fighting yes. in the do you library. Want, do you want to explain it now? Because I don't know if I should say words anymore. No, no, no. Say words. Please say more. <laughs> Please say Spider-Man more words. Spider-Man and Lizard are fighting throughout the high school, and mm-hmm. they come crashing into the library. Mm-hmm. Stan Liz there as the janitor with his headphones on listening to music and he doesn't even notice them like crashing through the walls to come in and then they continue to fight in the background and he the lizard throws a table at Stan Lee and Spider-Man hops in and like like grabs it real quick oh wow good yep. some might even call it the gross point blank of Stan Lee cameos do you guys remember that scene some do you, do you remember the not. scene where there was a potato <laughs> how the how dare you <laughs> Bring this back up in front of me. The potato exploded, and it's like, how did the potato explode? It's just a potato, you know. That's 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 that was the biggest uh, question. Of (laughs) I am ashamed. (laughs) All right. Well, that is a good one. I like that one. Other. Yeah, that that was my that was my favorite part of that entire film. Wow. (laughs) All right, then. Man, I am too kind to these Amazing Spider-Man movies, aren't I? (laughs) I don't know. Kind of like them. Kind of dumb, but I like them. Other other honorable mentions from anyone? Uh, Teen Titans Go! Yes. Yes. That was fun. That's, yeah. That, That would be a good one to include, just because that is... I don't know. It's nice that he's like poking fun at uh, his own cameos. Yeah. It's it's nice. And also shows that he has, uh, you, you know, that is like his legacy and his his reach expands beyond just the Marvel universe. Oh yeah. Kind of like everyone in comics was 
inspired by him. Yeah. Man, Teen Titans go to the movies, man. It's a good movie. Um, I like the Infinity War one. I, I'm re- still really partial to that one. You never seen Aliens in New York before? <laughs> like, that's a, that's a really good one. It's funny. Um, what was his in Ant-Man uh, 2? Does anyone remember? I mean, oh, the... the... They're driving, there's the car chase, and yeah. then the car shrinks, and he's, and like, he's like, the 60s were fun, oh. I'm sure paying for it now. <laughs> yeah, no, that one is really great, too. <laughs> I forgot about that. Well, we will have no shortage of Stanley cameos, I'm sure, because he's great. probably already filmed his for, for he, Captain Marvel. I would, yeah, yeah, I would assume everything next confirmed. year will still have a cameo. Yeah, so... We don't yeah, have to say goodbye quite yet, but, uh... But still, raise your, uh, metaphorical glasses. Unless you're David. David's case <laughs> is, uh, actual glass. And, uh... Stanley, you were one of the good ones. So, thank you for everything you did, at least for me, and then for everyone else. So, alright. Let's move on. Let's let's bring up the, the, the mood a little bit. While we talk about... The upcoming movies of the week. There's so many this week, guys. And I'll be honest, maybe one of them looks good. <laughs> no, two. I'll give it two. I'll give two. How about we talk about the movies? Uh, now, now, I'm interested. How many do you think look good, David? Aaron, do you have um, any thoughts on this? I don't know what's coming out. I don't know. Oh, okay. Let's run through it. Let's run through this. Let's run through this. Okay. So, Fantastic Beasts, The Crimes of Grindelwald. That's a no for me. <laughs> that, that is also a no for me. You guys are just haters. Well, I, see, you, better, you better see this uh, Friday or Saturday, because otherwise, you know, I'll be up there, and then I'm not going to go with I'm, you, and then you'll... Yeah, no, I know. I'm seeing this at some point. I, I, I have someone I'm going with, so at least I'm like, cause I was like, literally no one else will see this with me. <laughs> because like, here's the thing they're even like i don't really care to watch it i'm just going to because i'm curious and i'm like no exactly where i'm at <laughs> like i i will hate the whole thing uh, the whole time i'll be like why is nagini a person why is nagini a person why is this happening <laughs> like what is this why did they do this why did they make this movie um that's what's going to be happening for that um I don't know, man. I, I just can't. I can't with these movies. I would really love if in Fantastic Beasts 3, they just like somehow retcon Colin Farrell to be Grindelwald. I really don't understand why they just didn't do that in the first place. Like, they can just be like, oh, the polyjuice potion uh, went haywire, and now I look like this forever. <laughs> like, 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 that's the thing. Like, I already was not interested in this film yeah based i I wasn't interested in the first one without even knowing that johnny depp was going to be in this franchise and now that he's in it i'm like i definitely do not want to watch this yeah and it's just it's such an easy fix though it is because you're right it's like colin Farrell did a great job in the first movie Mm -hmm. and as soon as johnny depp comes out it sucks everything else even his on a performance level (laughs) yeah sucks compared to Farrell. i'm like i'm at this point where i'm like if if uh johnny depp doesn't blow me away with this performance i'm gonna be even more angry because if they're like oh, he does a great job or whatever. I'm like, that still doesn't excuse the 
fact that he beat his wife. But like, okay, I can understand maybe it's a little bit harder to get rid of a good actor. But this man obviously does not care about these movies. <laughs> like, he is doing this for paycheck only. This you is what... No, wait until the man... Legally... <laughs> legally, I can't say that he's using an earpiece in this movie, but I definitely think he used an earpiece during this movie. Just having his lines fed to him. It was it was the eyepiece. The contact lens had like the script. Oh my god. <laughs> oh lord. Someone oh my god. This this uh Jenny Nicholson, she's on YouTube. I watch her, she's very funny. She tweeted out like cuz YouTube one of their ads was who will change the world? Fantastic Beast. But the thumbnail for the ad was Johnny Depp as Grindelwald. And she's like, wow, what a way to sell a movie. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, no, she's not wrong. Um, I don't know, man. I, like I said, I'm going to see it. I don't remember. See, this is Aaron. You would know this because you've listened to all the episodes recently enough. How was I feeling about the first Fantastic Beasts? Do you remember that back that far back? I think you were you were kind of in the uh, you understood that it was just a blatant cash grab mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and but you, you know stretching so a story that didn't actually be there. But sucker for Harry Potter. <laughs> I'm a yeah, real sucker. Yeah. That's, that's exactly how I was gonna phrase it. But... <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and that's the thing. Like I'll I'll just keep seeing them, unless because I'm interested and want to know, but just more like I'm like. I'm in it now. <laughs> like, this is it. It's like I'm, I'm chasing that Harry Potter dragon. <laughs> I'm chasing the horn tail, the Hungarian horn tail. I'm over here like, oh, God, give me some of that magic. And they're like, here's a little bit. And it's like, no, I want more. You don't get any in this one. It's all lore this time. Oh, give me some of that dragon. That's all I want, baby. <laughs> Yeah, there are there even. Uh, this is coming from Jake, who quote unquote says, "I hate dragons. I hate yeah. cool crap." So yeah, but Harry Potter is the only one I like. The worst one. Okay. <laughs> well, you just watch your mouth over there, man. <laughs> you want to come across, okay, the come across the apartment and sock your one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, let's. <laughs> We're done with Fantastic Beasts. I don't even. I don't even care. Uh, Widows, a movie I'm fairly interested in. Yeah, let me, looks, let me pull uh, this one up because I want to read this well cast. Done. Yeah, it does. Uh, I'm going to read this cast to you, David, and tell me if this makes you excited to see this. Because I don't think. Do you know anything about this one yet? No. Ninety-five percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Awesome. That's good. Yeah, this is one I've been seeing trailers for. For forever. Alright, so Steve McQueen is the director. And we've got Viola Davis, Colin Farrell, Michelle Rodriguez, Elizabeth Debicki, who I love, Daniel Kaluuya, Robert Duvall, Liam Neeson, Carrie Coon, John Bernthal. Oh, Liam like, Neeson's in it. Sign me up. <laughs> like, all around, an amazing cast. Like, just really great. As well as, like, just the premise of it's the... So here we go. Let me read this movie info. As we all love this bit. A police shootout leaves four thieves dead during an explosive armed robbery attempt in Chicago. Their widows, Veronica, have nothing in common except a debt left behind by their spouse's criminal activities. Hoping to forge a future on their own terms, Veronica joins forces with the other three women to pull off a heist that her husband was planning. 
Looks awesome. Looks like a lot of fun. I don't know, man. You got anything to say about this one, Aaron? I just, I, I, I'm intrigued because it's like, it's like that kind of like late year heightened action flip kind of thing, but like with a cast and crew that makes it feel like an Oscar, Oscar bait film. Yeah. And yeah. It's just such a weird combination. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm so interested. Like, this is going to be one that I do see. Like, I'll wait on Crimes of Grindelwald, but I will be seeing Widows. Aaron, would you like to join me and David to see Widows? I would go see Widows. Will will this be the first movie we see together? Or will it be The Grinch? I... No. We we need one more for The Grinch. Well, we need one more for The Grinch. Oh my god. We can't can't go in... David, we can't go into a kid's movie... As three, three white guys. No. You got you gotta have at least four You need four white, white guys, white guys <laughs> to, to see be the Grinch. acceptable to go into a kid's movie. What if we what if we uh bring a girl? I mean I mean is there a ratio? Doesn't need to be like a fifty fifty? Doesn't need to be it like just a... it can't be one it can't be one one white guy. guy. No no it can't be one guy. <laughs> that looks I like you're a theater this, shooter. I agree. <laughs> I've learned this the hard way going to see Frozen yeah, by myself. Three times. Three times. Saw... I saw it once. You saw it three time. times. You told me you saw it. Wait, no, no. no. Okay. Aaron's got the, gonna Aaron's go got the beard I gonna, going too. I was, was going to go again in 3D, mm-hmm. but then I didn't because plans changed. Mm-hmm. I saw it once. Saw it okay. Once. No, that's all right. But then I also saw Goosebumps 2 by myself this year. Right, same. So... It's not but fun. Like, when, when we went to see the Lego movie, it was fine because there was yeah, like There were like four guys. And one girl. Four guys, and yeah. So it it was fine. (laughs) Also, every time I see it, I think it says Windows. (laughs) Like, what is Windows? I would still go see it if it was a movie about Windows with this cast. Yeah, I would. I would just yeah. It was about the creation of Windows. Like, oh, dude, it would be about like the guy who made Windows. What's his name? I don't know. Is this like? Is this like a? Are you going for a joke here, or do you want the actual answer? I want his name. What's his name? I don't. I don't know his name. Wait, wait. wait. I talk about like. Name? Is there a movie called Windows? No, no. Like but a, like, if it was the movie Windows, window for a house. No, no. Like, like Windows the computer. Oh, Windows oh. the computer. I thought you were talking about like the glass window. Yeah, I was talking about the glass. I'm like, yeah, that's not what I meant. Go back. Century? No, but do you mean Bill Gates? Yeah, Bill Gates. There we go. Okay. <laughs> it's a Bill Gates movie it's called Windows. We're Does writing Viola it. Viola Davis uh, play Bill Gates? Yes. Okay, yes, she does. That movie. <laughs> no one, no one can take that idea. It's ours now. Uh, it's ours. <laughs> okay, let's move on. Aaron, are you gonna go see Mary Queen of Scots with me? Are you gonna go see Mary's Queen of Scots? If it's close, I will. Yes. We'll see. It might depend on if there's higher priorities. How, how much money is Aaron going to lose by living <laughs> with us, by just going out to see all these movies that we're forcing him to go see now? He's got yeah, to like, all... pay back student loans still. <laughs> oh, yeah, God. That's his homework. Aaron and I talked to him. <laughs> Aaron said that he was re- that he could relate to me in my homework. I'm like, no, you can't. You graduated. He's like, oh, my homework is paying back my student loans. I'm like, oh, yeah. I'm like, oh when's the due date when you die? <laughs> I don't know, Mary Queen of Scots, I really, another movie that I have very little to say about, I watched the trailer for it and I was like, yeah, okay, that's pure Oscar bait, anyone else have anything to say about this one? I I don't know much about it, I just know like the, some of the cast members. 
Yeah, I mean, so you tell me Shearsha Ronan and Margot Robbie are in this movie, and you already have me in the door. So, but this is the problem. I think they're tricking me, because I think this is going to be really boring. <laughs> but you also have David Tennant and Guy Pierce as well. So, those, those good actors, good cast. What uh, else do we have? Well, I just wanted to say that I'm reading this Do Not Want to See review on... Um, <laughs> on uh, Flickster, which says, why do many critics get their skirt blown up over this Ronin girl? I really do not see it. <laughs> Let's calm down, man. <laughs> Let's all just calm down. Instant family. No. Was this, was this the one you thought was going to be good? Was this, was no. This the one? I never said it was going to be good. I said there are good jokes in the trailer. There, no. are, there are two good jokes in the trailer. What, what, how, what are the well, two good jokes? How long is the trailer? How long is the trailer? The trailer's like a minute and 30, I'd say. So, if we do the math, two good jokes. <laughs> Kowalski, <So> analysis. <laughs> analysis. <laughs> My favorite meme at the time. Um, at the time? Wasn't that like last week? I think he means at this time. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> the, the Pikachu meme making come around especially with this new inspector pikachu uh, i don't know what the pikachu meme is yeah what's what's the pikachu meme i will i will find it you guys keep talking about movies okay. i will find it and show it to you all right well all right what what are the, what right? are the two good jokes in the uh so instant family there, trailer there's one good <laughs> joke that i think is not that funny but the way it like me saying it to you is not going to be funny <laughs> but in the trailer i think it plays pretty well where, all right, so well, the, I've, I've seen the trailer, so yeah. I just want, I'm just okay. using this to judge your so, uh, sense of humor. For, for the listeners, the premise of the film is that they want to adopt this teenage girl, but she comes with two younger siblings. Whatever. Fairly common 80s little sitcom. They're horsing around, basically. They're, they're the horse, and the kids are the kids. Um, so... They're, well, what if what if what if the it was joke, a duck, Lacey? What if yeah. they were what if they were They're ducking duck? around. <laughs> That's an I'm old school throwback. My, uh, That's an old school throwback. Um So the joke that I think is pretty alright, it's pretty funny, is when him and the one little boy are playing basketball, they're shooting hoops in the backyard, and he's like, oh, you a Lakers fan? He's like, no, I'm, I'm more of a Clippers guy myself. He's like, oh, and they're, he's like, oh, they're just talking or whatever, and he shoots the basketball, and it bounces off, and hits the kid in the face, and the mom comes over, and she's like, oh my god, what happened? He's like, he hit me in the face because I like the Clippers. I don't know. I think that joke's pretty funny. Lacey thinks uh, child abuse is fun. <laughs> oh my god. Oh no. Oh no. Why are I see, you doing I see this? How it is. I see. Um, and then the other one that wasn't like funny, but I was like, oh, that's cute. I had like one of those moments. I think I'm getting old because I had an oh, that's cute moment. <laughs> when uh, I don't know if like one of the kids, like, one of the kids calls like Mark Wahlberg dad or something. And then the kid, like, walks away, and she's like, oh, well, what about me? You want me to help you with something? She walks away after the kid, like, wanted to be called mom, and I'm like, that's cute. I thought that was a little cute. Yeah, you are such an old person. Yeah. That, that, that's, yeah. that's an old person, uh, heartwarming moment. Yeah. Man, we're going to talk about, we're going to talk about emotional manipulation when we get to, uh, when we get to the movies we watched this week. Don't worry. And it, I'm going to teach everyone out there 
how they can emotionally manipulate me at any time. <laughs> but we're going to get there. So Instant Family, wouldn't recommend. Same guy who did Daddy's Home and Daddy's Home 2, I think. And Rose Byrne. Isn't Rose Byrne in Daddy's Home? I have not seen Daddy's Home. I have. David, David you're our Daddy's Sorry. Home uh, expert. I am the expert. No, it, no, Rose Byrne is Neighbors. Trilogy. Yeah, Daddy's I Home is Neighbors. neighbors yeah, as yeah. well. So I got, why am I the expert on all these crappy movies? Dude, um, you, know, you, you tell us, David. You're you, the one who kind of defended Daddy's Home last year. It's Linda Carnalini that's in, um, that's in Daddy's Home. All right, Green Book. Finally saw a trailer for this. All right, I'm in. I'm in on this movie. Mahershala Ali, love him. One of the best actors of our time. Watch him do just about anything. And uh, it's a guy from Lord of the Rings, Viggo Mortensen. Yeah, doing a weird role in this one, to where I'm like, "That's Viggo Mortensen." <laughs> like, okay. Yeah. It seems like he's gonna be playing it up a bit much. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not. I. I feel like this is one of those kinds of movies where you're gonna be like, it was pleasantly enjoyable, mm-hmm. but it just it feels. Mm-hmm. It's going to be, go like, too it. cheesy or overdone mm-hmm. to hit the right emotional beats. All right. No, I, I can respect that. I can respect that uh, opinion on that. Aaron, are we going to go see Green Book? <laughs> I, it's just how a... Many, how are you losing this competition if, yeah. you're, if you're just going to go see all these uh, terrible movies? This is what happens before. every year. You watch terrible movies... I watch good ones. <laughs> the discre- yeah. the- and every year, <laughs> yeah. I win. Yeah, okay. You lose. There's no, there's no prize for winning, though, other than bragging rights. I'd rather prize watch good movies. Bring it up every podcast. Yeah, all right, all right, <laughs> all right, all oh. right. Here's oh, my God, he got the Pikachu meme. Let me see. You got to, you got to, I don't get it. out loud for the viewers? So basically, it would be it's like just the surprise Pikachu, like like oh, Destiny. Oh, so, I didn't so like, get it. So so like you then like everyone puts their own thing, but it's like ah, you're in like and then they're just like oh, you just say that it's just Pikachu See, being surprised. There's a better meme for that, and it's the GIF of the monkey puppet going like like that's the best GIF of all time. What's a GIF? Talk about a gift. A, a gif. It's pronounced a gif. gif. It's not yes. pronounced a gif, and I will never accept that. Ever. The creator of the graphic. But that's the, the thing. The Who cares if he GIF? did it? Who cares if he did it? The internet took it. It's not his anymore. He does not get to keep creative so, rights so, on so, a gif. Internet, okay, so the, the meme, the Gavin kid, the little bit. I don't know what Gavin that is. Okay, no, no. I don't I know. I don't know what? popular memes. I only know memes what, we create on the what's, podcast. What's, what's the upcoming movie? What's what's the rest? What's that's the it. What's that's it. That's, that's okay. it. Okay, let's move on. <laughs> Sorry, we just had a fight about memes. God, are we on? Are we on four chan right now? <laughs> so let's talk about what we watched this week. David, you and I share one this week. Yes, good crack and lack. Let's get it going. Okay. <laughs> uh, oh, Overlord. Yes, we did watch Overlord. Let me tell you, it was pretty dope. I really, really enjoyed Overlord. Yeah. 
Overlord is really, really, really good. I'd, I'd go so far as to say that it might actually be great. I think it's great. Um, there's just, there's just, Aaron, you're the one who, what do you know about this movie? It's like, because, Overlord, uh, yeah. I know that it's in World War Two, mm-hmm. and then the, the, there's a group of soldiers that yeah. like get flown in behind enemy lines and they, like crash or something, mm-hmm. and then they discover this castle filled with Nazi experiments that turn out to be like zombies. Okay, good. See, if I didn't know that Nazi zombies were a thing in this movie, I probably would have loved it even more <laughs> because it does not give you anything until like 40 minutes in, and then it's like, oh, this is a thing now, and you're like, whoa. Like, they do not hint at it at all. They just go for it. Um, but it works. It works. It works really well. It, it does feel like two different movies, but both of the movies are awesome. So, like, dude, the opening ten minutes in this movie are, like, oh. Dunkirk levels of, like, holding my breath. Like, I'm like, like oh, my God. Um, she, uh, internet, Jake used the surprise Pikachu. I used the surprise Pikachu. I didn't mean to, but I did. <laughs> So I'm because you know you I I'm translating the uh, visual into the audible yeah. for thank our you audience. thank you um and then in the second half of the movie is just so crazy like go for broke Nazi zombie movie <laughs> that is awesome that both of these movies are great and all the performances they work together really well in it are they're good they're really good great. Especially, I thought Wyatt Russell did, like, a really good job. Um, which, for the whole, longest time, I'm like, who is that? Why do I look, why do I, why does he look so familiar? Because he looks exactly like Kurt Russell. <laughs> it's insane. I'm like, what the? I know it's not Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell's old now. Did they de-age Kurt Russell for this movie? You know, I went in, like, when I came out of this movie... I was like, I went into it thinking it was gonna be a certain kind of movie, and I came out with it being a different kind of movie, but mm-hmm. me being okay with what I got, like happy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, I went in thinking it was gonna be like a very specific kind of movie, and I just, just good overall. Yeah, yeah. I'm really happy I didn't watch a trailer for this, or else I feel like I would have known some of the beats before they happened. Like just going in and being like. Show I mean, me what Nazi you got. The zombies are in the trailer. Yeah, no, I know. That's that's what I'm saying. Like, I, that's one of those things that I had just heard because I'd seen, you know, whether it's AV Club or the One Perfect Shot being like, this movie has Nazi zombies in it. I'm like, dang it. <laughs> but either way, I'm, also imagine if it was a Clover. Yeah, movie. that's what I was just about to say. <laughs> if, I'm not convinced it's not a Cloverfield movie, and you guys are just lying. Because that's that's part of the that's part of the Clover new Field Cloverfield paradox. experience. Yeah, you gotta lie. You gotta, about you gotta it. lie about like... this one. The secret. This the secret. This time is no one gets to know. Right. Until like, they there's see an it. end credits thing that's like, P.S. This was a Cloverfield movie. Don't tell your friends. Right. And that's, that's, <laughs> Don't talk about it on your podcast. That's that's the level of secret J.J. Abrams is going for now. Yeah. Um. Yeah, if this would have been a Cloverfield movie, it would have sucked, man. Because there's moments that it goes for that ultra-violence, like, like 
almost Quentin Tarantino levels of like, it's almost comedic at some point. And it's like, yeah, this would have been completely lost if they had to shove it into the PG-13 Cloverfield formula. And I, I absolutely know. I like. I guarantee you, I know where they were about to make it a Cloverfield movie too. Because there's a specific moment where I'm like, okay, but I won't say more than that. Um, I also really like the lead actress in this. I had never seen her in anything. She was quite good, and I'd be interested in seeing her in more things. Overlord, good. Like, really good. I really do recommend it to, like, everyone. Now, the people in front of us at the theater, <laughs> they did not know what they were getting into. <laughs> because they both left as soon as it went crazy. <laughs> like, as soon as it was like, alright, here we go. Is this a common thing in Michigan? That people just get up and leave during Dude, the movie I didn't, they paid for? All the time. I didn't even all the time. realize. Yeah. No, I, I paid I mean, too much attention to the people around me while I watch a movie. Mm-hmm. It's bad. It's not good, but I get distracted. I too feel easy. like the only time I've I've had people like leave in the theater was when we saw Fantastic Four and yeah. the people just left. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but <laughs> Which, this, this that one you don't blame someone for. This guy, it looked like this guy. It was an older gentleman and and his wife. I I would assume it looked like he knew what he was getting into, but she didn't. <laughs> And at one point, Karshi, they're fighting. Yeah, I can't believe you tried to do this movie, John. John, like it totally seemed like that. She's like, I'm going to the bathroom. I heard her distinctly say it at some point. She's like, I'm going to the bathroom. I'm like, okay. And she comes back and sits down. He's like, I'm gonna go to the bathroom. So then he gets up and goes to the bathroom. And then before he comes back, she leaves and he comes back, but she's not there. And he just leaves. It was so weird. Dude, I people watch at movies way too much. Yeah, especially since you pay to watch the movie. Yeah, but okay. like, it's always peripheral, you know. I'm just like, oh, what's going on? With that? Mm, interesting. Mm, a little bit of a little bit of drama going on off screen. So, Overlord, right. other 2018 movie I saw, Bohemian Rhapsody, because I hate myself, and I decided I was gonna go see Bohemian Rhapsody. Because listen, guys, do you guys know Ariana Grande? Do you know her? Like personal? Are you feel like familiar with her? Um, like like one on one. Like yeah, like enough to be in Thank You Next. Well, like no, not well. not like that much. Just enough you, to like you, know her. Do you just like well, know really? of? Do you just know Aaron, of Ariana Grande? Aaron was talking about on Thank You Next. Is, is he? Yeah. Was I? Yeah. Was I not? No, anyway, we, yes, I know. Okay, we, we know Ariana Grande. Anyway, so Ariana Grande. You know that song that she has? Dangerous Dangerous okay. Woman. Okay. You know that one? Uh, sure. No. You familiar with that one? I do not actually. Well, call I'm, me I'm... Ariana Grande because when I am alone and I have nothing going on in the night, I become a dangerous woman and I will go see any movie that is playing at the time. Because I, I'm a little late. I'm strolling up to the theater. I'm like, I'm gonna that, see something. That was quite the uh, journey to this uh, to get to Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. Also, so. also, my dad and I do this, mm-hmm. and you and you like threw me under the like. Why would you do that? Like, that's like, well, why now, would you go see that movie? See, this is like, a, we... this is a new thing to me. So I, I've done it a couple times now. Oh. I did it with Assassination oh. Nation. Did not pan out for me. And now I did it with this. Didn't pan out for me. Now, here's the thing. It could have been much worse. 
because I got there and they didn't know how to run their computer. I'm at the theater. I'm like, I'm all right. I guess I'm gonna see Bohemian Rhapsody, and it's like five minutes after credit after uh, trailers have started. But our trailers go for like 15 minutes. So I'm like, I know I have time. <laughs> so I'm sitting there, and it's finally 10 minutes. They finally figure out what they're doing, and they're like, I'm like, all right, one to Bohemian Rhapsody, please. And I'm like, Bohemian Rhapsody. I'm like, well, if it's already started. I guess one to the girl in the spider's web. <laughs> and they're like, oh, no, no, it's just trailers. I'm like, thanks, because I've not seen the first one of that. So here we go. Not that I think it matters, but... Yeah, I don't think it does. It, uh, it could have been worse. Maybe. Bohemian Rhapsody. Not a good so. movie. Think, not a good movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's not good. Did you know that they lip synced in this movie? Yeah, How it's they fairly obvious. <laughs> in this movie, why Wait, they were the they were acting? Yeah, why was the actor not using his vocal abilities to imitate Queen perfectly? Yeah, because no one can imitate sing. Freddie Mercury. Why didn't they just recreate Freddie Mercury with CGI? And right, then just play the actual recording. Just so. first, what you gotta do, you gotta spit on Freddie Mercury's grave, and then you make him with CGI. That's the magic spell to make someone with CGI. I'm just kidding. I love Freddie Mercury, obviously. Um, didn't realize he was as much of a kind of a prick as he was. Maybe they build that up a little bit in the movies, where I'm like, fame, fame can do that to a man. I understand that. Um, yeah. So basically, what this boils down to is, it's like fine. It's just like so fine that it's bad. If that makes sense. <laughs> like, there's not. It's not trying to do anything. It's not trying to be anything more than this is how this song was written and this is what happened next and this is what happened to this guy kind so kind of like reading a wikipedia article yeah. followed by listening to a queen album yeah yeah so just I, about right i wonder if i if i wikipedia'd while this movie was going, I thought I could like follow along. Probably, it's, it's like literally just. I guarantee yeah. that's how they wrote this movie. <laughs> um, by Wikipedia, it's coming in the future, and we all know it. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! And uh, Rami Malek is fine, but at the same time, I was never like, "That's Freddie Mercury." I was like, "That's Rami Malek, kind of doing a Freddie Mercury impression." <laughs> Like, it's close, I guess, but that's not really impressive. I don't know. And I like Rami Malek a lot. I think he's a great actor, but, man, there was just something missing there. Um, now, Lucy Bonyanton, Bonyanton, Boynton, Boynton, Lucy Boynton from Sing Street, and I'm the pretty thing that lives in the house in the Black Coat's daughter fame. She's in this. I love her. I will see her in anything. She, that, that was the best part of the movie. I was like, hey, it's Lucy. I didn't even know she was in it. And I was like, yes, you go. You're the best part of this movie. Which is sad because she's not in very much of it. Um, Mike Myers is in this movie. Doing the his killer? Yeah, the killer. <laughs> Or, uh, or both do, yeah both <laughs> he's doing his mike myers thing you know all in makeup and but it's still like one of those things where it's like that's mike myers as soon as i saw him I was like yeah i know who that is um so that was 
interesting. See, now, now I got to talk about how you can easily emotionally manipulate me. Um, give me a scene. <laughs> I don't know if I should say this on the podcast. It sounds really sad, but give me a scene where a father and son reconcile after years of differences and hardships. And I'll start crying like a little baby. <laughs> um, is, this, is this another uh, Lacey Transforms the Podcast into a therapy Yeah, it's exactly episode? that. It's exactly <laughs> that. And I'll just start crying. Just really just crying. And I'm like, this isn't because the movie's good. This is because I cry at every scene like this. So it's not your fault, movie. You didn't do this. Lacey, are you gonna are you gonna go see uh, Boy Erased with me? Yes. <laughs> I don't know if there's gonna be a reconciliation. I don't. I literally don't know. Yeah. But I feel like you know it's... now you have to see it with me. Yeah. No, I will. <laughs> I definitely will. That's a movie that as soon as I saw that trailer, I was like, oh well, here we go. This is this is all right. I'm gonna cry, I guess. Um, Aaron, we don't watch many movies together, and I really don't watch that many movies with David, except for in the theaters. And when I do see theater movies in theaters with David, I like definitely try and suppress the tears. I'm like, hold them back. And I try. I know you're like. Oh, dude, there's so many times struggling during Overlord. No, there was. You'll be like. You'll like get all fidgety. I'll kind of like look. I'm like he's crying. I'm like it's okay to cry. And like, dude, it just... was you know what did it to me the most that like I could not hold it back was when we saw Incredibles two and that little short before Incredibles two. I oh, was like, yeah. oh yeah. I was like holding it back, and then Marissa's friend looks at me and goes, "Are you crying?" And I look at her and go, "Yes." <laughs> I'm like, oh my god, it was awful. Um. Yeah, no, I actually did tear up a little bit at Overlord. I'm not going to lie. There's one shot in there that is actually so beautiful that I just kind of, a tear fell down my face. It's good. Um, what was I talking about? Oh, yeah, Bohemian Rhapsody. Um, if anything, it reminded me of a couple of Queen songs that I hadn't heard in a while. And I was like, oh, yeah, that, that is a really good one. And that's about it. That's about all I can say for Bohemian Rhapsody. I feel it's like not that's good. That's kind of the point of the movie. Yeah. Is to be like, hey, here's some Queen songs you might not know. Go yeah. out and buy them now. It's uh or just use Spotify. Although I have like every Queen album already, so it's not really that big of a deal. Um Yeah, that's the worst part, is that I love Queen. And that they could have made this something. Queen's just such a interesting like there's a there's there's two points in this movie. One is where they're talking about, it's when they're recording their first album, and they're like, we gotta get experimental. And I'm like, I wish the movie would do something like that. Like, get experimental with it. That was the point of Queen. Whatever. Fine. Be really generic. That's fine. And there's one part where they release Bohemian Rhapsody, and they, like, show, like, on screen, they show all, like, the headlines of, like, how everyone hated the song when it came out. And I'm like... I feel like they're trying to make it be like, everyone hates this movie right now. It's them trying to like almost take themselves back and be like, look, everyone hates this now, but really it's a masterpiece. You got to sit on it. It's a masterpiece. And I'm like, I don't think that's true for the movie. Anything else? No, I'm done with Bohemian Rhapsody. I will say, watch The Prestige. We're going to be talking about that on Gateway to Cinema. Yep. And, and Jake came in and shoved the movie in my face. Like, you yeah. gotta watch it. Well, yeah, bro. okay. So, like, so now Aaron oh knows God, how I feel I about this movie. <laughs> yeah. Huh? I said, so now Aaron knows how I feel about this movie. 
<laughs> yeah, um, no, no, that's all, no, that's all right. That's all right because I, I mean, it's, it's no obvious. Rocky Horror Picture Show. It's I figured, well, you know. it's a Christopher Nolan movie. Was there ever a chance I wasn't gonna like it? Um, yeah. and uh, also caught up on Superstore. Yeah, David, David, I would also oh. definitely recommend the yeah. Prestige to you. It, it's in here, right by my bottle of rum. <laughs> Oh Maybe I'll pour, pour, pour one it out, out for Stanley and Christopher Nolan. I'll pour one out for just the work, the artwork. Okay. Um, and I caught up on Superstore. Still a great show. The Halloween episode this year was insanely funny. Wait, wait, really wait, good. Did you still watch this? Yes, All dude. Right. Superstore is actually good. I have. I need someone to believe me. That that's what it is actually said. good. All right, this isn't this isn't me being Aaron and being like Teen Titans Go. It's getting better. I'm like Superstore Teen has Titans been Go good. Is a good show. Su- Superstore has been good from week one. No, wait, 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 whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, no, yeah. No, what uh-huh. is that supposed to mean? What do you mean? You're acting like I don't actually believe in Teen Titans Go. I don't and think I do. you do. You're, you're trying to make me out as a liar. No, no. I am 100% honest. I love Teen Titans Go. I love the emo scene in Spider-Man 3. Yeah, alright. You know, I'm, I'm not lying to you, podcast listeners. I don't, I'm not yeah. saying you're lying. I'm, I'm saying you're lying to yourself. <laughs> that's, what I'm, that's what I'm saying. That may be. Alright. That, that, that is a fair point. Alright. Um, so yeah, Superstore caught up. Uh, watched some more Bob's Burgers. Still a good show. But I did also want to mention, I haven't talked about it in a while. Still watching New Girl as well. New Girl, really funny, oh, wow. really good. Um, I've heard it really falls apart in the back half of the show, but I'm in like mid-season two right now, and every episode's really enjoyable. Um, I wouldn't put it at like the top of the sitcoms, but God, you show me Zoe Deschanel, and she's just so charming and quirky. I love her. I, it's a, you're gonna show, you're gonna be like Zoe Deschanel's in this. You're not gonna like it. That's when I know it's a lie. That's when I know it's a lie. Except for the happening. We don't talk about the happening. That didn't happen. Ning. David, would you like to go on with what you've been watching? Let me pull up the... Uh, well, I heard, you, I heard you rewatched Overlord. You know, that's what, my, that's what my fans think. Yeah, okay. Sometimes I just gotta do things for the fans. Okay. Sure. Like watching uh, Thirteen Reasons Why. Yeah, yeah, I, I do do that for the fans. I do a lot for this podcast. I'm a martyr. <laughs> okay. Not a, not appreciated as well. I, I'm, no, I I'm no, I appreciate you. So talk about what you watched. You know, so, David, you know, David, you're not gonna get this reference, but you know who you are. You're the you're the. Uh, after everything I've done for you that you didn't ask for, yeah, people in crazy ex-girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes, that is exactly it. So All right, let's talk. You, you got some interesting this. ones this week, man. Yeah, so i I watched. Well, I watched Transcendence. We're gonna talk about the Transcendence. Okay. Oh right. yeah, I saw it. Yeah, okay. Because I uh, I uh, was on the Netflix mm-hmm. and I was gonna write a paper, and then I. I didn't write the paper, but I wasn't in the mood because, like, the elections just happened, right? Mm-hmm. And I've, I've been watching House of Cards, mm-hmm. and that election, I was like, ah, like, I'm political. Too out, political. <laughs> Too political. Like, okay. politicalness. Uh, Politicalness. So I like, I... <laughs> okay. No, no. Go for it. Go for it. 
I was like, I can't do it. So I was scrolling through the Netflix movies because it was like recently, yeah, because you know they always suck. Yeah, I was like, okay, what they had. It's mm-hmm. like Transcendence. I was like, oh yeah, that came out a while ago. I think it kind of looked interesting. I, I'm a, I'm gonna watch it. So I watched it. Mm-hmm. And it was just kind of boring. Like not a whole lot. Like like there, there's like not a whole lot of build up. And then what build up there was, there was nothing like like they were trying to build up to the like they were trying to build up to a mountain. But more like they were trying to build up to this curb, and then once they got to the curb, they stubbed their toe on the curb. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> I've never heard that, but I will use it from now. On. <laughs> you can, gotcha. you can. Thank you. So yeah, so I was like, all right, that was that was just unfortunate. They, they like they could have done so much more. Mm-hmm. They just like, no, nah, it's not. That's not it. It's not it. Yeah, all right, I think whatever. I think AI is really interesting and has made a lot of interesting movies but that was not one of them yeah that was that was bad replace johnny depp with colin farrell and i think we might have something here (laughs) an evolution it's an evolution on the meme (laughs) so my friend was over she's like oh let's watch a movie i'm like okay like what do you want to watch because like last week we watched perks you know how can you like like watch another movie after Perks. You're just sitting. There. Just watch Perks again. Yeah, I, 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 I like literally. We almost did. I was like, "You want to watch Perks again?" She's like, "What?" I'm like, I'm "Not joking." <laughs> nope, 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 nope. Sorry. <laughs> okay. But um, so uh, I was like, "Oh, you ever watch Inception? Like, you ever hear Inception?" She's like, "No." I'm like, "Wait, you've never seen Inception?" She's like, "No." She's like, "Look at me like I'm an idiot." Like, "No." I was like, "Okay, buckle up, <laughs> pop in this movie." And then um, sitting on the couch, and she's trying. I'm like, okay, you gotta pay attention, like a lot. She goes, okay, and then she like, it's kind of happening. She's like looking at me. I'm like, are you paying attention? You got, you gotta know. You are gotta, you watching like, closely? Watch this movie. And so we we end up finishing the movie, and I remembered like because I was, I remembered how much I liked the movie and how good the movie was. And then I was, I was like, hey, what you think? And she's like. Oh my god! I'm like, yeah. She's like, I don't even know. I'm like, I'm like, what do you think happened? She's like, I don't know. My brain isn't working. I just don't. Know. I just don't know. I liked it. I was like, well, did its job. <laughs> so that was that was enjoyable. All right, yeah. But usually that, I don't. That's a like top tenor re-watch. for me. Yeah, I mean, as well. love Inception. I I usually don't like rewatching movies unless I haven't seen them in like an incredibly long time. Thank you, David. Thank you. My dad keeps on critiquing me for trying to tell him this. No, like... You guys, we're so different. <laughs> I think Aaron and I are alike in a lot of ways. I think me and David are alike in a lot of ways. And you two are alike in a lot of ways. But I am the one on the island here. Like, I'm like, I could, like, if if I didn't have other things I needed to do, I'd be watching Paddington, Game Night, and The Social Network on a loop forever. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm getting... that you would... Wow, the social network is endlessly rewatchable. I rewatch scenes from that like every week. I, I, I will agree that that's, that is a highly rewatchable movie. Yes, thank you, thank you. So um, I'm in season five of White of, White of Cards. Wow, <laughs> House of Cards. <laughs> I don't even know what, House of Cards so cards. white. Because <laughs> I'm thinking the White House, you know. Yeah, no, I got you. Politics. <laughs> House of Cards. Oh my god! Wait, House of Cards. 
<laughs> no, it's just white of cards. <laughs> uh, the white you know, of cards. I, tra- I, I love oh. train of thought, though. Yeah, no, it's good. <laughs> that is really good. I like that. Anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's super <laughs> So I, I'm in season Broken. five. Started it today, and I'm just like, okay, like this is the season. This is Kevin Kevin Spacey's last hurrah. Well, <laughs> let's see what he does. I love how mute we all got after that. We're like, uh, yeah. All but right. um, shows the show's just been like a, a solid like consist. It's been you know how a lot of shows like they have their ups and their downs and like. This show has just been a consistently like solid. It's been very good throughout every single episode I've seen. Has anyone heard anything about the new season, like quality-wise? Uh, I I saw a couple of reviews, but I veered away from them because I want to watch it. Okay, all right. I, 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 read, I read the review for the final episode just to hear how it ended because I knew I was never going to watch the show again. <laughs> I tread lightly. Here. I, will, I will not. Yeah. I'll no, I I don't know anything about it, other than I what my mom said about like the because she watched the whole show and now she's been watching the final season. She's like halfway through, and so I just wanted I didn't know if anyone knew anything when, else. When about I, it. I won't when say I finish it up, I will give the official. Yeah. The David. rating. You got to rate the shows out of bumps. How many bumps? Is White House of Cards giving you right now? I've, I guess five out of six bombs because I'm okay. in season five. Once I get to oh, season okay, six, I see. I was like, man, he's really embracing the the bad, no, no. the bad meme. All right, all right. House of Cards, and then oh yeah, okay. I forgot about this other one. <laughs> and then the final movie that I watched is because I was supposed to write a paper last night at work. And then I realized I left my home, like my journal that I needed for the paper at home. So I kind of as one does. So so I kind of write the paper. So I was like, oh my gosh. So I was just like, and then I realized that I got a new that like I didn't want to want to watch a movie on Netflix because I just like watched like Transcendence. I was like, I don't. I don't. And then so I remembered that my friend let me sent me his Hulu account. Like, way back, like, a year ago. So your boy spent, like, 30 minutes going through an old conversation, and he struck gold. He found... Wait, did I say Hulu or HBO? You said Hulu. You said Hulu, you meant you HBO. Mean HBO. I, I, mean, yeah. I mean HBO, internet. And so your boy struck gold. <laughs> yes. And I found the conversation after 30 minutes of scrolling, typed that bad boy in, and I have HBO. Love to love to see it. So I watched. I love how I've just been mooching off of Lacey's HBO for like a year. And ha- wait, what? Through like half an hour. Wait, are you really on my HBO? Yeah, we talked about this last week. Yeah. Where you also were super surprised that I was mooching your HBO. This goes to show how much I take everything we talk about in an episode and just hit the flush and get it all out when we're done. Yeah, okay. You gave me your HBO login like a year ago, and I David, just, like, never you can, it. You can have <laughs> mine too, <laughs> man. David, even you can have. Apartment. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> what did I? What did I give you my HBO for? Can I have your Hulu? That's not mine. I can't give you Hulu. I'm sorry. Oh my god! I, 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 I think there was like something you wanted me to watch there on there. It might have been Rock Dog. 
<laughs> it might have been but Rock I think it was dog. Rock I think it was Rock Dog. And yeah. David, I, I, I currently have Hulu. I have it for like, uh, I got like two months for a dollar. I don't know if I'm keeping it after that. But... For a dollar. Anyway, let's talk about anyway, so let's talk about HBO. Return to HBO by watching an HBO original movie, mm. Fahrenheit 451. Mm. And yeah, <laughs> and we we like obviously the trailers the, like the trailers for it. I I read the book in high school. Mm-hmm. It was like good book. Like it was enjoy. And it was one of those like oh I gotta read it for English class. Would you say like, it is the it? good book? No, it's not the Bible. <laughs> okay. No. It was a test, David. It was a test. The test. Pour See one out for the Lord Savior Jesus Christ. <laughs> Pour Stay one away. out. We Pour already one one did that. You know? <laughs> oh wow. Oh wow. Okay. Uh, We're okay. going for it today. So, All right. So, cause like I read, the, I read the book, and it was like one of those books that when you finish, you're like, okay, that's pretty good. Thanks, English teacher, for forcing me to read that one. Like, cool. And then, so the trailers. I remember seeing the trailers. I'm like, oh yeah. This movie, like, it looked interesting. Watch the movie. Let me describe this movie for you. Imagine Blade Runner, but imagine Blade Runner not good. Mm. Mm. This is this is that movie. Mm. And that, that that's all. It just was, like, a not good Blade Runner. It's like, oh, this futuristic, like, dystopian world. And, like, they changed, like... like okay, so you know how some people are like, oh, it's not like the book, so the movie sucks. Mm-hmm. Like it, like I'm not saying that because they they did change the, like some things in the like in the movie, but like I, but like that's not what made it suck. Right. What made it suck was like some of the de- like the delivery of lines. Okay. From both Michaels. In the movie. <laughs> both Michaels, yeah. So yeah, I don't know. Not good, but I'm happy to be back on HBO. Solid. Indeed. Aaron, what do you got for yeah. us? All right, all right. Some things to talk about. Oh, okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna start with the 2018 film I watched this week, uh, Black Klansman. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> David is in. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah. So yeah, I I really enjoyed this movie. This was a, a film I've been one. Uh, this was definitely one I wanted to get to before the end of the year because this was like a huge topic of conversation when it first came out mm-hmm. and like i haven't seen any other spike lee films yet and it's like one of the things where i'm like really should wa- start watching uh spike lee films at some point and i just haven't ever gotten to it yeah same. so this was my first spike lee film i'm glad to uh start off that journey and this was yeah a really fun and <laughs> sad and yeah. frustrating and just like I I I, I want to be careful making this point because like there's there's the one of the most appealing aspects of this film one of the most uh entertaining aspects of this film is kind of the buffoonery of its villains mm-hmm. like how it strikes the right balance between them being terrifying and them being incompetent right and like I want to be careful making that point because there is also the critique of this film that, like, by making them such buffoons, you you kind of make it a comfortable movie where it's like you don't you don't explore like the systemic nature of racism in the same way as like Get Out, where it's like a lot of people can watch where where like Get Out is like is like attacking racism in a way that makes you uncomfortable at realizing like 
how did, systemic it is. Is this a comfortable so, movie? I don't know that I. I don't. Wouldn't say that this is a comfortable movie. I. I mean. I mean. Not <laughs> like, like I'm there, certainly not comfortable. Not. Not like. But I mean, like you're in. You're uncomfortable in the sense that you're like, oh my god, there are people like that out there. Whereas right. Get Out, I'm saying is like a movie where it's like, oh my god, there's like stuff like that in me. You know, like okay, how? No, it, yeah, it, I get it's, that. It makes racism and racist this like outward force. Mm-hmm. Is is what I'm saying as I'm making that distinction, as opposed to exploring. By by making them buffoons, it's easier to laugh off and be like, "Haha, we're not like that. We're we're not like, like that's what a racist looks like." You know, right? I can say, like, yeah, not I can definitely get that. Uh, so so what I'm saying is like, it's it's a it's a film that very much lets you, lets certain people off the hook, where you're where it's mm-hmm. like the the people who are. Who who are like unintentionally, uh, or even like some at a certain point aware of how they're perpetuating the cycles of racism, but like don't consider themselves racist because they're like, oh, a racist is a clan member, right? Uh, is uh, is 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 a you know incompetent person from the south wearing a white hood. Mm-hmm. So I'm, that's just I, this is just a long way of saying that <laughs> that. To, to clarify my point when I'm saying one of the best elements is being able to laugh and yet also be terrified by these villains. Right. That's what that was, that's what that was all about. But um, <laughs> No, I got yeah. you. I got you. Uh, the acting in this movie is great. Topher Grace. He's, just, yeah, he's biting, man. Yeah, There's something. <laughs> There's something evil behind those eyes. Yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. He, he, he <laughs> with that eye. Look, yeah. And um, I don't know the lead actor's name, but isn't that is that? It's Denzel, Denzel Washington's son. son. Yeah. 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 I didn't know that until after. I didn't know that at all until no. the Wikipedia afterwards. But it's but very clear cool. once you know. You're like, yeah. oh yeah, okay, I got you. <laughs> um, Adam Driver, man, that that's the one that still sticks out to me. That like Adam Driver is like killing it in this movie. It's a very weird performance for him, one that I haven't mm-hmm. seen from him. But man, like he, it's something. It's something that makes good. me be like, he has he has life beyond, um, Star Wars. I guess like he he yeah, has chops. Yeah. He has insane chops. I'm about it. I I am also. <laughs> anyway, anything else? Yeah. About it? Uh, no, just uh, really enjoyed that movie. Look yeah. forward to seeing more Spike Lee films, and I will get to uh, do the right thing uh, soon enough because it's on the AFI Top 100, so. That'll probably be my next one. Yeah. Anyway, uh, other film I watched this week, finally got to watching Phantom Thread, because mm. my mm. dad pulled this up on HBO. Not Lacey's HBO, we were mooching off of my brother's HBO. Ah, perfect, so, perfect, perfect, perfect. You know. <laughs> Dude, but, this uh, totally explains things why I'm like, you. do you watch a lot on that HBO or no? Really? No? no? Okay. Sometimes I just see things pop up that like continue watching, and I'm like... I don't remember ever starting to I watch that. The only thing I ever really watched on there was uh, Game of Thrones and then Westworld. And Rock Dog. <laughs> and well, they, Rock they Dog. have movies, and they have uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm. Yeah, yeah. Which I'm actually really excited. I'm debating after uh, House of Cards about hopping on the Curb Your Enthusiasm train for my comedy. but that's a. Didn't you give up on Seinfeld when you tried to get through it? Yeah, but I like Curb. Every episode of Curb that I've watched has been like more enjoyable. 
like I remember like, when I watched Seinfeld, I was like, like there's very there's episodes when I would just sit there and like crack up, like right, like but that would be like you know like three out of every twenty episodes, and everything else was just kind of like filler. I'm like, oh, it's not really that funny, right? Yeah. I mean, I I love Seinfeld, so no. <laughs> I mean, I, I like I like I appreciate I appreciate Seinfeld. Just, right. Just like sometimes like. Maybe it was just like the mood, or just like the kind of like how I was just powering the, through. There's it. certainly moments in Seinfeld where it does drag. I agree. So, so I I don't know, maybe a lot of things, but like when I watch Curb and Larry, I think it's more crude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I mean, I think, it's HBO compared to yeah. network TV <laughs> in the '90s. So, so I think that's what maybe gets me too. And Larry David just gets to like, he he reminds me of. I don't want to say he reminds me of myself, but just like some of the things that he does and like just being arrogant, I'm just like, yeah, that's, good. that's just stupid for like, okay, I'm, I'm about it. Like, that's something I could see myself doing, even though I, I probably shouldn't say that much. But... <laughs> All right. Anyway, uh, Phantom Thread. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's like, where were we? <laughs> where were we on this one? And we're only I mean, an hour in. I mean, this isn't I, even a long episode by far. I was trying far. to uh, get through my list quickly. And then I have this, you know, spend all this time white splaining racism to you guys. Oh you know? my <laughs> god! Now we're on curb. Oh my anyway, god! Uh, Phantom Thread. <laughs> I was really excited for this movie because obviously, you know, Paul Thomas Anderson, yeah. Daniel Day Lewis, yeah. who are both, you know, doing really well here. Uh, I wouldn't say it's either of their best work, mm-hmm. but you know, you, they never do bad work. They never do like less than good work. Have like you seen it's either great Vice? or good with them. At least from all the Paul Thomas Anderson and Daniel Day-Lewis films I've seen. H- have you seen Inherent Vice? No. Okay, no. that's the one that I always hear people be like, eh. So I just wondered how you felt about that, but we, you haven't watched it, so never mind. No, I haven't watched it yet. I don't think I've seen many of his films. I've seen uh, There Will Be Blood. I've this seen one. literally uh, none, so... I gotta get on Paul Thomas I've Anderson. I've seen three, but I can't think what the third one is at this time. But anyway, yeah, I was super excited because they were like, oh, this is like a, a feminist uh, critique of like that tortured genius kind of, you know, the tortured, the, the genius who is like so intent on like getting his art perfect that he hurts the people around him. Right. And this Bohemian is Rhapsody. For some. <laughs> sure. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I was really excited for this movie and it was very well done and I would highly recommend it. I'm going to watch yeah. this. When I, I'm going to get around, once I'm done with the Coens, which I know okay. is taking me forever, Paul Thomas Anderson's my next on my list. Because I, I have I, not seen any of his movies. And I, they're all things that I'm like, I know I'm going to like these. Right. But, oh, The Master. The Master is the... Oh, uh, yeah. See, that one sounds super interesting to me. I got I to gotta get to these movies. You seen Boogie Nights? No. I need to get... I, ha- I have, like, the... I have a copy of the screenplay... Of Boogie Nights. What? But I haven't seen the movie. Why? Yeah, I just I, I I was at a book sale and I was like, the screenplay for Boogie Nights. Sure, I'll get that. <laughs> oh my god, you're mad, man. Anyway, <laughs> all right. Uh, next on my list, uh, some more films I watched on Filmstruck this week. Uh, this one, this first one also doubles as a film from the AFI Top 100, uh, City Lights. A lot of people say this is one of Charlie Chaplin's best, if not the best. And I, I don't think it's his best. I still like Modern Times best. Yeah, Modern I think. Times is so good. Man. But there's a, there's a lot of great bits in this. There's a, uh, and a lot of like 
iconic moments too. Like the the boxing fight is quite mm, iconic, and that's right. A great so that's scene. from this one. Okay, there's a lot of yep. stuff that I know of Charlie Chaplin, but I'm like, what movie right, is you, this in? <laughs> there's so many times when I'm watching these Chaplin films that I'm like, oh, I've seen the clip that clip before, but like now I know the context. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, still highly enjoyable. Uh, another film from Filmstruck, Green for Danger. Never which heard is, of this. I, this is one of those films I watched because someone recommended it. it. It had to be either uh, Guillermo del Toro or like Barry Jenkins. I think I like marked down the ones that they recommended when they went into the Criterion Vault. Okay. So it was like I, one of them like recommended this film. And it was it was pretty good. It's basically like um, it's like takes place in uh, England during World War II when like the bombings were taking place. When Overlord and it happened. Takes, yeah, like when Overlord happened, <laughs> and it takes place in a hospital. Mm. But well, it's 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 like a murder mystery, like Agatha Christie style oh, murder wow. mystery set in a hospital while Nazis are bombing you know England outside. Wow. So, okay. How old like is this? When, like when did this come out? Setting. Uh, this is from the 40s. Oh, man. I'm, wow. Like so, like, 40s. in it. They were like, in right, it. Right, like, <laughs> like, right, right after. after. <laughs> wow, okay. Yeah, this so, sounds super interesting. Yeah, it's pretty good. Like, it, it, in some ways, it's kind of, like, quaint by today's standards. Just because, like, you know, we, we're so adjusted to detective procedurals on TV that, like, sitting down to watch a movie that's just like a detective procedural like it's just kind of like okay yeah it doesn't need to be an hour and a half you could just like wrap this up in uh, 40 minutes and then tune in next week for the next one but yeah I, I it was it was very enjoyable they had a very fun actor playing like the detective from scotland yard that comes in and that setting is like a really solid setting for a murder mystery so i would recommend it you know yeah i'll have to also also a really watch. cool twist in the ending i don't want to obviously talk right. about that but right all right i'm interested i'm gonna have to watch right. that one uh other film i watched uh sisters oh yeah 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 not 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 the tina fey <laughs> amy poehler movie it's the one where the guy ends up with the the ballet thing up his butt right they're really they're really that really touching moment? That movie? yeah dude definitely that happens it was in the trailer man it was like a trophy goes up his butt or something i don't know I- I don't remember the trailer for that movie. <laughs> but uh, this is from uh, Brian De Palma. Oh, so, wow, okay. And it's like Brian De Palma doing a Hitchcock tribute. Oh, God. All right. So, like, it, it, it's pretty solid, yeah. And there's uh, there's some cool use of the split screen thing, because obviously it's, mm-hmm. it's a Brian De Palma film. He's, yeah. He's doing his split screens. But uh, Margot Kidder does a really good performance. And it's it's just like a neat little horror thriller in that Hitchcock style. So I would recommend it. All right. I'll have to see that one too. I See, this uh, is the thing. Haven't seen very many Brian De Palma movies. In fact, I've seen one. Mission, Mission Impossible. Impossible. <laughs> see, this is the thing. I, I These are directors that I know I need to watch more from. Maybe I'll skip Scarface. Everything I've heard about Scarface makes me think I would hate that movie. So I might skip that one. So I've I've only seen Scarface once, and the time I watched it, it was on TV, edited oh, for TV. Oh my god! <laughs> so like every other word is bleeped out. So like, I, <laughs> so you got like, the full Scarface experience. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
you can recommend that movie because you've seen all, every single piece of scarf. I was like, oh yeah, this, this is a, this is a you know nice little charming movie. You yeah, know? like all the they just they just randomly go silent uh, every other word. But, yeah, uh, it's it's an artistic <laughs> take. I, I watch I watched it with my grandparents. Wait so. for real? Yeah, <laughs> that's for real. <laughs> how did that? How was that for you? Good time. It's good yeah, time. Okay. It's, it's it's an enjoyable movie. All right. No, I get it. I get it. Anyway, also from Filmstruck, I watched George Washington. Yes. Which is a film I've been meaning to get to for a while because it was recommended by Barry Jenkins, but now even more so because it was David Gordon Green's directorial debut. Yeah. What are you laughing about? <laughs> Nothing. I was just thinking about what's the worst movie to watch with your grandparents, and I was thinking <laughs> about my one friend who watched Gone Girl with her grandparents. <laughs> and they watched the whole thing. <laughs> Oh, that and then oh my god! Never mind. This is a story for offline. <laughs> we'll get to it later. <laughs> anyway, continue. George Washington. George Washington. Really solid for a directorial debut. There's just mm-hmm. like the the. It's weird. I didn't really know what it was about beyond just kind of like a slice of life kind of thing. Right. But then there's like this odd twist. Kind of not like not like a twist twist, but like a sudden shocking event that changes the course of the narrative kind right. of thing. Right. Like flower. But also, <laughs> like this film doesn't really concern itself with the plot. It's like entirely about like mood and setting and character and the characters in this small town. So it's just this very like fascinating experience and enjoyable experience just kind of it's interesting how it it seems like it's setting up for a certain narrative and yet it just keeps on swerving and bringing us back to like these characters in this in this small town setting and i thought it was really well done right okay so would recommend that one as well i'll get around to it yeah yeah some point stop with this so on uh, the that. tv i watched first uh daredevil season three finally watched through that was watching through it with my parents did, it did was, that it was... confirm for another season because i know uh that they've uh, not, not, Netflix not yet not yet chopping stuff yeah part of that well, has to be because of disney plus now right yeah pretty much <sighs> all right but it was it was a return to form. Like this was like almost at season one level because I I really enjoyed season one. I think that was the best season of all all of the Marvel Netflix ones they did. Mm-hmm. And this was this was a return to form. They did. Uh, I think they I think they kind of figured out how to do this show right because they kind of strayed away from like more of the mythical ninja elements that kind of like bogged it down before. And mm-hmm. this one is just like a straight adaptation of not not like a straight up. It adapts a lot of elements from, like, a lot of the famous Daredevil comic runs. Mm. And also, like, they bring in Bullseye as a villain. He's oh, really nice. cool on this one. And so, uh, yeah, really enjoyed it. It was it was, it was was well done. I hope they get a season four. But also, it, it kind of works as a final season if they don't. Nice. So that's at least better than uh, Luke Cage and Iron Fist got, where they have, like, massive cliffhangers. And then... <laughs> <laughs> well... Anyway, final thing I wanted to mention, since I've had Hulu, I watched through all of Nathan Yu-Gi-Oh. for You. Uh, oh, I need to watch uh, Nathan for You Nathan so for you. bad. Oh my, I have, I've talked about this on the podcast before, right? No. Because I watched the third season live. No. But I, now I went back to watch all of it, but yeah. 
this show is incredible. Like it's so much fun, just uh, on the on the level that it's it's not just fun because you know he's having these absurd like like oh, like parody approaches to to capitalism and marketing that are just. Mm-hmm. So entertaining to watch, but also just how he like builds a character and builds like a persona around himself, and then also how there's like this undercurrent of humanity, like running through the whole film. Like how like in the end, it's not about like helping the person with the business. He's always like he <laughs> wants to help them form connections with people. It's, it's and but it's still all done with like this you know like surrealist and you know uh you know just satirical uh tone so it's it's so good and the final episode the final episode of the show is like a 80 minute long episode (laughs) where he tries to help this guy find his long lost love and like it is one of the most like beautiful and profound episodes of television (laughs) ever made and i just i just kind of like had to like sit and just like absorb this this episode for like a half an hour afterwards and it's like I, like I don't want to spoil it because we're gonna have to watch through this show. Yeah. Because you guys need to see this episode, but you also need to see the rest of the show. It's so good. Oh, man, I've heard only good things about it. It's it, yeah, I need to watch this for sure. So yeah, that's that's my week. All right, uh, let's move on to two truths, and I spy with my little lie, a little guy that I call a lie spy. Okay. Two truths and a lie. Aaron's got it Where, this week. That's why. That's why his, his video is gone. I, He's I got turned the, off my video to uh, uh, tell, you, tell you my lies and my truth. And your spies. Uh, All right. Well, let me know. Truth and a lie. So, focus in, to, to honor Stanley once again on this podcast. Uh-huh. I, 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 already pour, I poured it all out. Yeah, pour, poured... out pour out another one, because we're honoring him again. We're going to look um, at... Uh... I have not seen Jacob or Aaron pour out any for the legend. I have. I don't drink I think, anymore. I think they don't respect him, but that's another... Whoa, whoa, whoa. That's a bit much. We're, we're, we're going to talk... We're, we're going to do it for uh, Spider-Man. All right. Which Spider-Man? The, the Amazing the first Spider-Man, one. the original Spider-Man. The, the original Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Homecoming. Okay. Number one. Mm-hmm. Willem Dafoe was upset when the producers decided to switch Green Goblin's mask from a fleshy latex mask to the robotic plastic mask seen in the film because of its limited expressive abilities. In response, he decided to prank director Sam Raimi jumping out at him from hidden locations on set and screaming, is this face not scary enough for you? (laughs) Number two. The smoke in the lab during Norman Osborn's transformation scene was originally white and then digitally altered to green. Director Sam Raimi wanted to use real green smoke, but switched to CGI when the prop department came to him and told him they couldn't make a colored smoke that wasn't also toxic. <laughs> Number three. Hugh Jackman was originally set to make a cameo appearance as Wolverine in the film. But after flying out to the New York set, the production crew realized they didn't have access to his X-Men costume and they scrapped the whole thing. I think it's two. Because you can make non-toxic green smoke. Can you? 
Yeah. I've never seen non-toxic green smoke. I've seen smoke that people put a light on that makes it a different color. I've seen, like, because I remember I watched this YouTube video when... Okay. And, <laughs> Here and you we go. Make smoke bombs and... I, and they were colored. He's like, "Oh yeah, just throw some color up in here." Well, <laughs> was it? Was are you sure it wasn't toxic? I mean, the kids were yucking them at each other. I'm assuming they're not going to be breathing <laughs> in smoke. Okay. Unless they huh. were, they're huffing the. The so number one sounds real. Definitely yeah, sounds real. Sound, yeah, <laughs> like, I was, was going to ask you, I'm like, what is? Um, yeah. Is that is that something the actor would do? Like, it sounds like it. At least I hope he would. And then three, three... Sound, I, I think it's two because three sounds like it, it could have been like a thing, and then like someone just in Hollywood was like, "Oh crap, we live." How how how? But here's the thing: how deep did they lie? How deep did the hatred lie? Sony, Fox, would they really let Wolverine go over, be in that be in that movie? Uh, what? But I what feel like that's I... but I feel like that's something meant to mislead us. Because we well, we mean, would bring that what, up. When was the X Men in the in the Spider Man movies like two thousand and two thousand one? I think was the original Spider Man. And when was the original X Men? Two thousand. So it would it would make sense to like you know hype up the uh, X Men train. Yeah. No, you're not wrong. I, I think I, two's the I lie. Think I'm just. I'm I think two's the lie. When there's, I th- there's no way that you can. That you can be like, oh, I can't make green smoke, like, 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 that's just, um, yeah. I'm going with no, two. I'm, you know, I think you're right. Two is the, two is the lie. We've settled it. There. I'm sorry, but you have not settled it because okay. that's incorrect. Was it three? Nope. Oh my the lie, God. as much as we wish it wasn't. Was the first. Time. Oh I my God. Well, it sounded real. I totally believe that. And I would absolutely believe that. So they literally said that they couldn't make non-toxic green smoke. Uh, according to the trivia I was reading, yes. <laughs> I want to fact check. <laughs> Man, all right. Fooled us. One, two, three, fooled. Indeed. Guys, let's move on to the bad movie of the week. Also had by Aaron. Yes, and I have, I have a good one for you guys. Uh, oh, God, no. Oh, God, no. There was one film I watched this week, one 2018 film I watched this week, that I didn't talk about in what we've been watching. Now, Aaron, it's a 2018 film. Are we sure we can talk about this? Yeah, I am sure we can talk about this film. Okay, all right. We are going to talk about Seven in Heaven. Never heard of it. You probably have not heard of it because it's one of the films of this growing trend of studios dumping their films onto Netflix mm. because they're afraid of its commercial prospects at the box office. Okay. So this was a film, it's, 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 it's a Blumhouse production. Oh, God, okay. That was going to be distributed by Universal, mm-hmm. and then it just got randomly dumped with no warning onto Netflix one day. Right, as, so like, it, okay, as it does. Blum, a Blumhouse horror film. I'd watch that. Yeah. Especially if it's free on Netflix. It's not a horror film, though, is it? <laughs> I I can't tell you. I can't tell you. I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to tell you the tale of Seven in Heaven okay. and then you'll let me know what this movie is. Okay. Because I don't know. We have homework. I, I love it. So 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 here's the thing. All right. So so there's this there is this kid 
<laughs> okay. Oh, his name is Jude. His name is Jude. Okay. Because everyone's always like, oh, Jude, like the Beatles song. And also they're all like, hey, Judy. Because get it? Because if we make your name into like a, into like a girl sounding name, then, you know, it's... It's a diss. It's a diss. Clever. So, so there's Jude, and he's going to this party. Oh, where they're going to play Seven Minutes in Heaven. Where they're... Yeah, yeah. So he goes to this party at his friend. His friend is like... David, wait, 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 real quick. His real friend's quick. moving Real by. quick, real quick. David, do you not know what Seven Minutes in Heaven is? I do know what Seven okay. Minutes in Heaven is. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, wait, I just thought he didn't know it. I'm like, oh man, do I have a tale to tell you? Oh, Jake's been no, not that I've been doing that. Just that oh, I know what it is. Jake. Yeah. All right, so Doesn't so your he's... mom listen to this podcast? <laughs> no. So he's oh. going. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna get to seven minutes in heaven. We're gonna we're gonna the plot we're gonna get there. Let's go there. We're gonna, okay. We're gonna get there. All right. So he goes to his friend David's house. Oh, David. David's like moving away. Yeah. Uh, like you, like our you're, David. You're right. I am moving away. And he tells his girlfriend to like uh, meet him at the at the party later. Mm-hmm. So at the party, he gets bored. He like goes upstairs, starts exploring, and in this uh, in this one closet, like there's a walk-in closet, and then he opens up a dresser drawer and he finds a pack of playing cards. And As one does. And he opens them up, and they're all they're sevens. Like, no, they're 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 like they're like porn playing cards oh yeah yeah yeah. my favorite so so he has these cards now (laughs) right 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 and then his kids uh derek and june who bully him wait june and jude two different characters jude and june weird yes are two different characters are they twins or are they just they're not they're not twins but uh (laughs) they are they they will be our two uh protagonists okay all right But right now, they're bullies. They're enemies. Mm -hmm. Because Derek and June are bullying him. So they all decide to take these playing cards. And then they're going to play this this round of Seven Minutes in Heaven. So they get get a bunch of kids. Mm -hmm. And they sit them all around. They're like, okay, we're going to pass all these cards. There's only two redheads in the deck. So if you get a redhead, then you're going to go in the closet. Because there's this smaller closet in the back of the closet. So... A closet off of a closet. I believe that's a John Mulaney bit where he says, "You know, nothing good happens in there." <laughs> so, so the so June, so Jude gets the first redhead, mm-hmm. and then June gets the other redhead. And June mm-hmm. is like, "I don't want to go in the closet with Jude. I hate this kid because they're bullies." Mm-hmm. So then, but they're like, "Well, the rules are the rules." So they go off and they go into the closet and they shut the door. Right. Seven minutes. As one does, yes. And they're just kind of sitting, and they start a timer and they're watching. They're like. You know, this is gonna be a long seven minutes, and then, mm-hmm. and then J- June is like, he, Jude, Jude is like, why do you guys bully me? And June is like, I don't know, I don't know why I bully you. And then it's like, wait a minute, and then she's like, you know, you can touch me if you want. And he's like, well, I have a girlfriend. And she's like, okay. So then they just start wait, talking. wait, June is a girl. June is a girl. June okay, a girl. I've been so confused. I'm like. <laughs> What? Okay. 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 June's a girl. Gotcha. <laughs> gotcha. It's a girl. So, so then they just start talking and then they have like a little friendly conversation. And then mm-hmm. the seven minutes are up. So they're like, okay, we'll go back to our lives. So they open up the door, but then the, the, the house is completely different. Mm. Now it's filled with a bunch of people instead of, instead of a bunch of people listening to like this calm party music. Now they're listening to death metal and they're all dressed in black. Oh no. 
So, but they don't what notice this right away. They don't notice it's changed right away. They don't notice they it just, changed. What? They don't. They don't notice it's changed. They don't notice this. It's quite changed. different. That's a diff, that's a different vibe. That's a very so, different vibe. They decide to just go their separate ways, mm-hmm. and then uh, Jude decides to go home. But as he's going home, he like. Mm-hmm. He he he's like getting beat. He gets like beat up by these people at the party, and he tries to run away. And mm. then like the cops are chasing after him, what? and then he finds out that everyone thinks he murdered the other bully, the other bur- bully kid, Derek. Yeah. So okay. he like goes to his house, and like his father is alive or something. He's like his father's dead normally, but now his father's alive and everything. Weird. So he realizes that something is wrong, and then he gets uh he gets he he meets his guidance counselor in this alternate reality, and the guidance counselor is like, "How did you get here? How wh- what are you what are you doing here? You got to go back." So he's like, "Okay." So he goes okay. back to the house. He sneaks into the house because everyone thinks he's murdered this kid. So he sneaks into this house, uh, gets back into the closet and waits seven minutes. And then he comes out, and he's like, and he's he's still in the same reality. Mm-hmm. So he realizes that he needs to find uh, June. That they have to go back together. So okay. they they okay. so then they like they he goes out and he like he finds he he tries to find June. Like he's meeting up with his friends, and his friends all think he murdered people. And there's like all find sorts June of stuff. or Jude. This is a confusing June name goes scheme. To find, june very confusing naming scheme we got here <laughs> yeah it is it is very confusing but any, anyway so they go into the closet mm-hmm. uh, two of them and then they're like okay we just gotta wait seven minutes so what do we do while we're waiting seven minutes to escape from this odd reality where we're in alternate reality okay let's have sex so they, they've, they've had, like, one friendly conversation at this point, gone their completely separate ways, discovered they're in alternate reality, come back to their closet, and they're like, you know what? We're going to have sex. And this this is my favorite moment of the film, okay? okay. So they start making out. They start taking their clothes off. Mm-hmm. And then the film cuts. Mm-hmm. And they're putting their clothes back on. And then, and then uh, Jude looks at his phone, and he's like, we still have four minutes. Oh, my God! <laughs> I don't know if it was intended to be a funny line, oh <laughs> but I just started dying. That's that is really funny. <laughs> so so uh, they open up the closet door, but they're still in this. They're still in this death metal reality. Oh God! So then they they like rock go... dog in the death metal reality. Uh, very much, <laughs> dude. That would be. Freaking crazy. They walk out, they're like, we're still in death metal. Rock dogs in the house. Like, full CGI. They don't even try to make him look like he belongs in the movie. Like, it's just full rock dog from the mo- from his movie. Just rocking out. I want this movie now. Aaron, make it happen. Go into the closet, wait for seven minutes, and then make this reality real. Where this movie exists. So, so, so then they're like, okay. they're still in this, stuck in this reality. And then they, like, they're chased out of the house again because they're still wanted by the cops. And, like, the guidance counselor shows up. And they're, like, trying to figure out, you know. Mm-hmm. And then they, they get, like, captured by by the bully and so, the alternate version of the bully and stuff. Right. And they're taken to this auditorium. And they're, like, we're going to play truth or dare. 
But it's it's not truth or dare. It's better than truth or dare. Okay. And I don't know if that was intended as like a joke because Blumhouse oh. just made truth or dare. Oh man. But this film is not better than truth or dare. No, no. So they they try to play like this this game where like they have to tell the truth, or else the people they know will die. What? Yeah. It, How does that even work? Though, like they'll they'll like die. They'll like they'll so they like get them up on stage and they're and they like ask. Jude, they're like, do you love her? And he's like, no, I love my girlfriend. And they're like, that's a lie. And again, these people have spent no time whatsoever. They were bullies. They went to the closet, came out of this alternate rally, went back, had sex for apparently three minutes. <laughs> which includes the time it took them to put on and take off their clothes. Right, and, right, and right. now they're in love. Now they're in love. Uh-huh. I mean, it's 2018. Let, let them write their own story. <laughs> yeah, yeah, come on, Aaron. Let them love without bounds. So then they're like, okay, what do we... We gotta reverse this game. We gotta ask them questions, and then if they lie, then the people they love will die, or something like that. It's it, it's never explained. So they do that, and that gives them a chance to escape. And during the escape, uh, Jude gets like uh, pulled into this room, and then he meets his father there. Ooh, and his, and then the they, father. He, his father who died before he was young, and then like they, they have like this heart to heart. They have this reconciliation, Lacey. So you might love. Oh, oh man! Because, uh, All right. The father and the son have this reconciliation, and then Jude pulls out the 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 redhead card from the deck. Oh God! Because I didn't mention this earlier, but there was something suspicious to Jude about this card. Okay. And then he shows it to his dad, and his dad's like, "Oh yeah, you got to ask your mom about that card." Never do that. That sounds like a trap. That sounds like I don't want to scold you for having porn cards. Let your mom do it. <laughs> so so then Jude and Jude, they they run out of this school. They try to get back to the house. They're picked up by the guidance counselor. And they're like talking about this. They're like, oh, this is an alternate reality where everyone's worst impulses come true. And now we need to get back in the closet. Mm-hmm. And also, but also we need to destroy the closet. Because it's, it's like the chess games I used to play with my father. You gotta, you gotta reset the clocks. The analogy doesn't make any sense. No, that so doesn't on, track. Anyway, so they decide they need to get back in the closet and wait the seven minutes, but also burn the house down around them so no one else from this dimension can go back with them. And then, and then at a certain point, the, June is like, Wait, what about the card? Is the card important at all? And Jude's like, I don't know. I don't know if the card's important. Like this, this, the climax of this movie, it feels like they had like two different screenwriters who didn't know how to end their movie and just wrote they their just merged it. They just merged it. Wrote their argument into the script. <laughs> so, so they go back to the they go back to the house. They get into the closet. They wait the seven minutes. They burn the house down. They start making out while they're the house is burning down around them. Or Weird. Okay. And then they, uh, they get out of the closet and they're finally back to the, to the normal reality. They're back to the normal reality. Right. And they, they meet their parents again. And uh, Jude uh, shows his mom the, the, the card. And mm-hmm. she's like, oh, yeah, that's me. Me and a bunch of the wives, we uh, made this, this deck for, for our husbands. And, you know, it was, it was just like a fun it's just like a little that's really little weird. Block. That's yeah. no, that's not it's that's not cool. That's not cool. Is this, is this that's that's yeah, awful. I would if that were to happen, I'd be like, why? 
<laughs> like, why did you do this? It's like, yeah, I have this deck, but so do apparently 52 of my friends. <laughs> All right, so that's one plot of this movie. Mm -hmm. Now, here's the very special thing about yes. this movie. Okay. The whole time that is happening, the film is repeatedly cutting back to the normal reality where everyone is enjoying this party and then the cops get called on them. And then the one kid's like, if we don't open up the door for the cops, they can't bust us for being underage drinking. And so then they, they, the cops just try to wait them out and all the kids are waiting inside just trying to wait the cops out. And then all like their parents get called and they're like, you come out of this house right now. And they're like, no, we're not going to come out because then we'll get in trouble and all this sort of stuff. That's like... 40 minutes of this movie oh, is cutting back to this plot line of these kids trying not to get busted for their underage drinking party. Like, the whole time we're following the two characters in their alternate reality with, like, these high stakes. Like, they gotta, they gotta get back to their reality or else, you know, something bad's gonna happen. Like they're chased <laughs> by the cops and, like, this is possibly hell or whatever. Whatever is going on in that other storyline. Mm -hmm. An equal amount of time equally well interspersed to this movie is just this plotline of these kids hiding out in a house so the cops won't bust them for underage drinking this sounds amazing and i need to see this <laughs> this is available to stream on uh, netflix now surprisingly how it ends is not the lowest film on my 2018 rank list anymore. <laughs> well, i thought oh, it was God. gonna make it all the way but it did not. This is bottom, huh? All right. This wow. This is my new bottom. Let's move on <laughs> to the fault in your stars. This is, of course, the segment where we go on to Flickster. We find a good review for a bad movie or a bad review for a good movie. Take out all the spoilery bits, all the things that would give it away as to what the movie is. Then we throw it out there and have the other two try and guess what movie the review is for. Guys. Oh, yeah. This week, we're looking at a five-star review. <clears throat> my nine- and ten-year-old granddaughters and I... Loved it. If you want special effects, this isn't for you. If you want Academy Award nominations, pass it by. If you, want, it. If you want entertainment, no sex, no swearing, good moral lessons, and ballet thrown in, go for it. You won't be disappointed. I got more, don't worry. <laughs> it should be, should be pretty obvious, but we'll keep going. <laughs> What's the the movie with? Oh, I think I I think I know. I think I know. Okay. Okay. Yeah, never mind. Going. I can't read that one. I just realized that would be really mean to make. Never mind. All right. Um, excellent acting. Could have done more with the father. I loved how the mother was able to play a role without her physical presence. Nothing was taken away nor expected. Nice costuming. I loved the plot twist. It's perfect for all ages. Needs more pieces from the original ballet besides the same two tunes. It was magical throughout. Nobody Did used you say magic. Two tunes. Two tunes. Yeah, two tunes. Okay, I was just confirming. <laughs> it was magical, though nobody used magic him herself. Similar to Narnia. Perfect incorporation of science and fantasy. Perfect model for young girls. Loved ballet. Perfect for all times of year, not just Christmas. 
And now yeah, I, for the I best one. It. It's for okay. the best one though. Rotten Tomatoes clearly didn't research before reviewing. It never promised to be an exact retelling of the story, nor to be in an exact ballet format. I am diehard fan and was completely okay with this interpretation. The use of Tchaikovsky's music, is that how it, yeah, that's how it's pronounced, right? Yeah, never mind. Music to highlight certain themes and appropriate in their use of foreshadowing between two acts mimicked how ballet is choreographed. Go back and research, and ballet more this movie will make sense. <laughs> they got the time period right, and most ballet companies don't even do that. Everyone takes creative liberties, and that makes this version even more valid. Wow. So, David, it's, it's the Nutcracker. In the port realm. You sure. <laughs> yes. Yeah, uh, unless there's another ballet Christmas Black Swan. family. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Black Swan. No, there's no sex. Perfect for the whole family. <laughs> Took my nine and ten year old granddaughter. <laughs> they loved it. They loved it. Man. Yeah, it's it's Nightcracker. It sounded Night like I just cracker. said Nightcracker. <laughs> yeah. Nightcracker. Guys, this has been episode 119 of Reboot already underway. If you want to find us around the internet, you can find David at dbacks with two S's 15 on Twitter. Find Aaron Mm -hmm. at Little Flame Dude on Twitter. This clever vlog name is already taken at tumblr.com. You can also find him in our apartment soon. Don't come here, though. Yeah, is that that an invitation? (laughs) No, it's it's not. It's already going to be overcrowded. It's not. (laughs) And... If you want to find me around the internet, you can find me at Jake underscore Ace on Twitter. Uh, the Game Awards, they're coming. And if you don't want to hear that when it happens, definitely mute me for a night. <laughs> I was wondering wild. if that was today. No. You sent me a, you sent me a text. They announced the nominees. They announced the nominees today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that after the fact, but I was like, why is, why is Lacey mentioning me in this unrelated game tweet? And I was like, oh. Yeah, that time of year, guys. It is that time of year. And, but here's the thing: Aaron will be here for the Game Awards this year. It'll now, be a magical I, time. Do I watch them yes. with you? Yes. Or do I have to like sit in a separate room and just still do the same old? <laughs> I don't know what's happening, but here's a gift. <laughs> now here's the thing: I'm making both of you watch it with me, David. You you've watched like one or two. I've watched this every year since it has come out. And I mean, you guys yeah, do yeah, not know. Couple years you guys before. don't know cringe until you've watched the game awards. They've been getting better and better each year, but every year there's just one segment that falls apart, and it's beautiful. Last time it was some guy who came on, the game director for A Way Out, who was clearly very intoxicated and was yelling the f word about the Oscars. He's like, "I hate the Oscars. The Oscars ain't nothing compared to the Game Awards." the Oscars F them and like flipping off the camera and the guy like the director's in the back he's like oh my god no (laughs) he's like this was not supposed to happen (laughs) yeah anyway it's a beautiful time I love the game (laughs) but we're gonna watch those and we will review them on the podcast I will guarantee that yeah so just mute me that night if you don't want to see it because I will still tag Aaron in every tweet I will live tweet it and I will tag Aaron it's oh, I, I know you will. Three years uh, in a row. We, I got to get the fourth going. Or is it? Never mind. I think this is the third. This would be the third year. Um, yeah, so we're going to do that. And guys, if you want to follow the podcast, find us at Reboot Already Underway, SoundCloud, iTunes, Twitter, Facebook. Email us. 
at rebootartyunderway at gmail.com. And join us next week when we talk about 120, episode 120. That's, mm. a lot of, that's a lot of numbers. A lot of, lot of numbers, a lot of thoughts, 120. Yeah, and uh, it also reminds me that 120 is also the favorite number of uh, a friend of the show, actually. I, what was his name? I can't remember his name. Aaron, do you remember what his name was? Is this, Matt, is this an intro Adam. to the Bye Bye Man? The Bye Bye Man! I don't remember 120 being relevant to the Bye Bye well, Man. I'm, it's I not. I should just hang up just now. Just watch the Bye Bye Man. And also placed it in the box I'm taking up to your guys' apartment. <laughs> you know we're going to watch that. Oh, we got to watch Dude, we got to watch the Bye Bye Man. It's amazing. It's so good. We got to watch this with us. It's so good. Anyway, thank you for listening. So I'll bring it. I'll bring it. It's in the box. <laughs> See you next time. Goodbye, Bye Bye Man. <laughs> <laughs>